This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, August 31st, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. Is this subprime mortgage mess threatening the rest of the economy? And just who is to blame for the collapse of that sliver of the mortgage market? U.S. Senator Barack Obama and others would seek to blame unscrupulous mortgage lenders, mortgage brokers, and others who want to line their pockets at the expense of misled borrowers. Cato Institute senior fellow Alan Reynolds says the data would seem to contradict those kinds of claims. He adds that lenders don't make money making loans that can't be repaid. U.S. Senator and presidential candidate Barack Obama refers to the current subprime mortgage collapse as a cancer that, quote, threatens to spread with devastating impact to housing and to our economy as a whole unless we act to contain it. What do you think of that? Well, to some extent, that's scaremongering. Uh, and he's saying this at a time that new home sales were up in July by 2.8%. New home prices were up in July, 3.9%. Existing homes are a different matter, but that's not part of the economy. That's just people trading homes. They're not building those. Uh, housing uh, is a little overbuilt. It's going to take a little time to work it down. Some housing's overpriced. And when that happens, like anything else that's overpriced, price is going to have to come down. Um, but the subprime mortgage is a fairly small part of the market. And the def- uh, even at the worst kind of scenario, we're talking about maybe 1% or less of total mortgages going into default. That's a problem if you're the lender or if you own securities that are backed by it, but uh, uh, it's not a general problem. It's a problem if you bought stock in a mortgage lender that's in trouble, uh, but I didn't own that stock, so I'm not terribly concerned about that. Obama certainly isn't the only one to blame lenders for the trouble in subprime mortgages, but how culpable are they? After all, these lenders did offer loans that ultimately the borrowers, in many cases, weren't able to repay. First of all, he says lenders began pushing low-income buyers into homes they could not possibly afford. Why would they do that? You, you can't make money by selling loans that can't be repaid. Why would they do that deliberately? Elsewhere, he blames the mortgage broker. But the mortgage broker is just a salesman. That's like uh, uh, confusing realtors with home builders. It's, uh, it's two different industries. Uh, the, the mortgage broker is somebody who says, I can get you a deal on a mortgage, and then he goes around and fishes around for somebody to, to, to come up with the mortgage. He's not the lender. So I think there's quite a bit of confusion there. Um, some mortgage brokers are undoubtedly very aggressive. Some people are probably dupes. But even Obama uh, at one point uh, admits that in some cases the borrowers were lying about their income, and in some cases they were speculating. We call that flipping, uh, uh, trying to buy a condo, for example, with no money down, um, then uh, uh, selling it quickly for a, a, a higher price than you paid, maybe fix it up a little. Uh, that only works if you can find the greater fool to buy it. And at some point, interest rates went up, and there was no greater fool to buy it, and folks got stuck. But that's uh, pretty much their own fault. They were speculating with somebody else's money. Well, he also blames speculators. He blames the government for failing to place enough regulatory scrutiny on the, on the process. What do you think of that? Anyone, I don't think he's ever filled out a mortgage application because if you have, you get a mountain full of paper with all kinds of information as to what the interest rate is, what the terms of the loans are. Admittedly, it's too much paper, but calling for additional regulation means nothing if not more paperwork. Uh, that's the way the government operates. Um, uh, it, it, that's not the solution. The, the, I think most folk, to, a lot of the assumption here is that. Um, Borrowers are are just all of them innocent dupes, easily fooled, and the government is there to help. Uh, I think neither of those assumptions are very safe.
The federal government, not too many years ago, revamped bankruptcy law, and for many people that meant it becoming more difficult to file for bankruptcy. Could that have had any impact on the spread of riskier loans? I don't see the relationship, but I understand the question. You're you're suggesting that now a lender might give you a riskier loan because it's harder for you to get out from under it by going bankrupt. Uh, yes and no, but you know these folks can walk away from these properties without going into formal bankruptcy. They just walk away from the properties. Uh, basically, they if the if the house is lower than the than it's worth, you basically you don't you'll get foreclosed. So you're not declaring bankruptcy. You're just getting kicked out of the house. There's nothing if you haven't put any money down. The only loss to you is an inconvenience, and of course a, a smear, smear on your credit rating. But if you're a subprime mortgage borrower, you already have a bad credit rating. So again, sometimes these folks are just speculating with somebody else's money. Alan Reynolds is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Video podcasts are also available at our website, cato.org.